Welcome back to Gamers Cafe, where I give you everything you need to know is going on in the PC gaming industry, plus, well, some opinions, some laughter. I do my best to actually do some jokes, but come on in. Let's sit down and uh, discuss or have me discuss to you what's going on with the gaming news. But all right, I'm your host and your barista, digital barista, and or... Uh, friend digital friend uh brett dicer so let's get on with it so the witcher 3 which has been out for quite a while and it's probably one of the best games i've ever played because the story is just really good combat is it's not bad it's it's manageable but the story in itself and just what you can do with it and how open it is has put it onto one of the it was my best game of 2015 so and I, I, I really liked it. I played like almost 300 hours of it. So yes, I did like the game. But that's not really what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is there's a new mod called the Ultimate Graphics Option Mod uh, that, you know, does a graphical overhaul for The Witcher 3. Now, this isn't the most uncommon part about it because there's actually quite a bit of them. Um, there's quite a bit of good ones. But what you can do with it, which is unintentional, is kind of make... Uh, Basically make it a little bit more low res, where um, it kind of looks more polygonal, like kind of a little bit like uh, kind of the Overwatch, but not without as much um, detail to it. It's very low res, very cartoony in a way. Um, most NPCs don't really have facial expressions anymore. It's just very just interesting indeed. I've seen some articles saying abstract. I wouldn't go as abstract, but more low polygon count, but still a very distinct style about it and maybe a little, just a little too low res. Now, if you're not looking for that, I would not recommend doing it. There's a, quite a bit of other mods out there to update the graphics on it. But if you want to try it out, uh, you can. It's Like I said, it's the ultimate graphics option mod. Uh, so it should be interesting. Now, if you haven't gotten Witcher 3, I highly recommend it. Like I said before, it's a really good game. It's probably one of the best games I've played for an RPG-wise, but if you're not looking for something you could spend over 100 hours in, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend this game because it's going to be that. But it is very engaging. There are very great characters uh, with it. Plus, yes, there are strong female characters in it, so if you're looking for that, I would highly recommend that. Uh, but yes, if you're looking to you know do some things with it, Check out the Ultimate Graphics Option mod to, you know, low polygon count your game and make it a different, distinct style about it. Now, like I said before, to me, it doesn't it's not abstract, but it's a very low poly count, which makes it a little bit of a different modification, a little bit different tone to the game. But if you don't really like that, I would just not do that at all because that, that, that's, that's a little weird. But yes, you can do that if you want to. Not saying that you can't. We're moving on. Halloween is, well, it's rapidly coming. Uh, today's the 14th. And with that, a lot of game uh, developers have done their, well, Halloween loot drops or Halloween item drops. Uh, first off is Rocket League. Yes, Rocket League has announced their uh, loot drop with uh, some little skull with a decal, some flames. Uh, one car that kind of looks like it's kind of more of the undead version of it. 
and so you have that as well. Uh, there's also so there's that. Uh, there's also kind of different uh, maps, kind of a ghost in the background. Oh no, that's one of the loots. It has a ghost in the background. One of the cars that kind of looks like a hot rod has a skull on top with blue flames coming out. So it kind of looks ooh scary. Uh, so if you're looking for that, that's that's what you should look for. Definitely, definitely. Speaking of Halloween and things that's supposed to scare you, uh, Friday the 13th, yes, the movie franchise that never really wanted to die but probably should have a while ago, but it's being resurrected, so hopefully it will do a little bit better, uh, has successfully been uh, kickstarted. So it is a game, but the game's been delayed because the developer decided he wants to add single player to it. So it's having Tommy Jarvis and a bunch of bots, and so you can play offline or online with just bots as well with other players for the single player or single-ish player experience. Uh, prior to it, it was more of a multiplayer experience of not, well, not dying from Jason, who is usually controlled by a person, but you are a person too, and not being the idiot that decides to run out in the wilderness because, in the dark by yourself, because, well, you heard a noise. Because that always happens in uh, scary movies. And I actually don't watch very many of these because, well, they're, they're, I don't like horror movies, to be honest with you. I get freaked out playing horror games, and those things are way scarier. Alien Insurrection, yeah, I hit my Android phone because the androids were coming to get me. Yeah, that's how I was like, uh, uh it was kind of a joke, too, because I needed to kind of, you know, break that, uh, kind of joking. But yeah, I was I was freaked out a little bit. I was like, ah, uh, why are they, why why? Uh, but yeah, um, that's that's kind of how it is right now. Uh, so it's gonna be delayed till spring 2017. It was supposed to release well around this time, fall 2016. So you're gonna have quite a bit of a time to wait, unfortunately. So if you're looking if you're looking forward to this game, you're gonna have to you know wait longer. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to wait longer. All right, now Battlefield 1 news, because Battlefield 1 is coming out in, well, a week or so. About a week, I think. It's 21st. Uh, yeah, about a week-ish, I would say. Around a week. Um, so, with that, there's a bunch of features. So, interesting enough, uh, Battlefield 1 has one of the smallest guns in his in the history of guns. It's, it's a very small thing. It, it doesn't even... It's not even as big as your hand... Uh, I kind of saw a Giffy Cat with it in action, and he kind of like it's it's like holding like a teacup because you put it in like one finger and you kind of like shoot it sideways, so it's the only one you shoot sideways. Um, but Jack F uh, Frags, who is a very popular YouTuber slash Twitcher, has played and showed around with it. But yes, if you really want to play with a really small gun, you can do it. Oh, I would like to shoot somebody. Me too. Let's have some tea as well. Yeah, it just looks interesting. Um, but yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very tiny, very tiny, very small. It's, it's small, small gun, small gun. It's like, oh, that's a small gun, huh? Well, I don't think you're gonna get me with it. Oh, really? Let me see. Do do do. Okay, packs a punch. So, if you are, are going to use it for Battlefield 1, I would actually recommend being very close. This is a very close range gun. Do not try to, you know, snipe with it unless you're a hacker and, well, I still hate you.
I won't hate you if you actually kill me fair and square, but I would hate you if you were a hacker and you kill me from like long distance. That's just not cool. That's, that's not cool. Anyways, moving on. Battlefield 1 is going to have spectator mode, but it's not just going to be you um, just spectating all the time and being like, ooh, look, good kill. No, there's actually going to be some tools to allow you to, you know, make some actually interesting videos with it as well. So various different YouTubers have, you know, done it, uh, actually used it, and it looks like you can do some very interesting maybe videos with it to, you know, maybe do some short videos using that and maybe, you know, doing some interesting uh, World War One videos. I would, I would like to see that. I, I, I'd watch it on YouTube. It'd be awesome. So woohoo! At least EA is kind of getting it to, you know, uh, have it a little bit more interactive. The only thing I just don't like about EA is, well, Origin um, and the fact that their beta that does Twitch does not allow you to use your webcam because apparently that is totally logical in no way shape or form anyways yes they will have a spectator mode with new tools so it should be interesting to see what actually is going to be with that besides depth of field field of depth and enabling free cameras they'll be adding visual filters too um if you want to look more archie or noir um so those are the new tools what i'm more excited about is not the filters i don't really care about the filters i care about more of like the editing tools that may be on this as well because hey we want to shoot our own stuff and not just guys but our videos too yes also in the battlefield one uh news ea is now going to be operating or basically operating the rental servers so there will be no third-party companies that will host it will all be done through ea so they're probably going to be using a big company or building their own servers but i think they're going to be probably building it or not Heading off to a company that can handle this as well. But if you are willing to actually buy a public or private server, you'll have to contact EA. And well, I'm sorry if they suck. Because it's probably going to happen. I'm sorry. It's just, it's, it really is true. It's very true about that sometimes. Anyways, moving on to League of Legends. So, a while back, League of Legends was like, no, we aren't going to do a practice or sandbox mode because players should learn how to play this through the actual live games because that's the way you learn the most. What they forgot to figure out is that the, <laughs> the community's not that great with that. And the community pretty, pretty much will not like you for, well, being a noob and not, you know, not playing... To their ability because they've played for years and you just started and well you're a noob uh, so instead they finally went okay well we're backtracking and said maybe we should do this so they are going to do a sandbox mode where you'll be able to have punching bags and just kind of figure out each character you'll be able to reset um, reset your abilities you know level lock it to figure out all that other stuff also have unlimited gold to figure out which items are going to be the best for that specific character. I kind of like this because it's going to help new players figure it out a lot quickly. You're not going to have so many irate people. Well, you're just going to have that. To be honest with you, if you play any Moab game, you're just going to have that. People are going to be upset, so um, yeah. Just just be aware of that. It's going to happen. Alright, for my Counter-Strike people that actually that do play it, and it's actually pretty popular, uh, CSGO is actually a pretty popular game, so I will not be against that. But, in front of my 
did get it revised and redecorated. So it got a fresh new coat of paint. Um, some of the different layers of it have, or I should say different designs of it has been changed. So for example, on bomb A, instead of just a long corridor with basically a very enclosed and kind of a door uh, to your right to get into it, they're going to have, it's still a long corridor, but it's more open with overhangs for probably throw grenades and you know, a little bit more ways of defending or attacking to be a little bit easier for each one to actually do. For bomb site B, uh, for the church tower and and stuff, uh, the area is a little bit more open. They took the buildings a little bit higher, and actually the buildings are actually a little bit higher, and the church tower doesn't have as many levels on it as well. Um, plus one building is kind of more enclosed, so it kind of gives a little bit more of a defensive way and as the paths are wider, it's going to help for you know attackers to get through it because bottlenecks aren't very fun. Now for the middle, uh, they've changed a little bit around. As always, the buildings are a little bit higher. They got rid of the light pole because well, people would be like, I missed my shot because the light pole. Because man, those light poles—they're they're just indestructibly the worst spot sometimes. So they got rid of it so you won't have that feature. They also have added a little bit more concrete defensive structures or um, places to, you know, crouch and do all, all the other fun stuff because you're probably going to need that. Also the sewers, uh, you'll be able to crouch to get into it but then fully be able to walk. So that's another thing. The T-spawn has two exits now for bomb A and bomb B. Uh, so you there's going to be a little bit more of avenues of getting out and getting in, uh, depending on what you're doing, but a little bit more open that way, and there's not just one corridor or <laughs> one bottleneck to die from. But yeah, that's what they're doing. Right now it's going to be in beta, so they're still going to be testing it out to see if it's going to be good or not, or the players' feedbacks and tweaking it as well. Um, but like I said... CSGO is very popular. It, it, it had its, um, well, it, it, it had its, well, it wasn't popular in the beginning as much as they would like, and then eventually got popular because of the skins and everything else that way. So kudos to Valve for actually supporting something and not just abandoning it to abandon it, because that does happen. It does happen quite a bit. Okay, I forgot to actually mention this, but Battlefield 1 does have uh, pigeons. So yes, Battlefield 1, you'll be able to play as a pigeon in the first, in the single player campaign. So, you can shoot guys with your poo. Poop. Yeah. It's very interesting because, um, I don't know. Uh, because, I guess it's the way to learn how to fly, not just using, you know, the biplanes. Uh, you, you'll be able to, you know, carry a pigeon yourself to safety. <laughs> I don't know. It's part of the single player. Uh, since I haven't played it quite yet, I can't really determine what it's all about. But yes, it is confirmed you will be a carrier pigeon. So, yeah, have fun with that. All right, Civilization Six. So Civilization Six is going to come out actually the same day as Battlefield One. So I probably will be reviewing both of them and going, oh my gosh, why did I do this to myself? But it will be fun as well at the same time. However, uh, for Civilization VI, if you're not really understand, uh, 
up to date on it. Civilization VI is a very long and storied gaming franchise. It's been around since the 90s. Um, it's where you can pick which civilization to choose, and it's a turn-based game, meaning that um, that you take turns, and so you have a certain amount of turns, and then you end your turn, and then it's the computer or the next player's turn, as opposed to real-time strategy where it just, well, it's just all in real time. There is no turns to be taken. Um, so with this one, um, they're going to have multiple different leaders that represent each the same civilization, and each one's going to have their pros and cons to it. So, um, for example, Gorgo would be a little bit more about, well, war, and have a little bit more of abilities for that, or the specific um, attributes or advantages to that, as um, not with maybe one that's less like per, uh, uh, Priscilla's, uh, who is the alternative, who is more about, well, economics, trade, culture. So you'll be a little bit more catered to that. But also for the game, you're going to have to figure that out depending on who you're playing against. So you got to watch out for being defensive or offensive at the same time because it's going to happen, folks. You're just going to have to do it. All right, moving on to the Metroid uh, 2233 Studio. Well, they announced a new game called... Uh, Akira.1, which is a VR-only game, but people were kind of like, no, why are you doing this? What, what about just the regular games? Like, why just this? We want we want another Metro. We want another Metro. It's a good game. It's a good franchise. So 4A Games, who is the Metro uh, developer, is like, no, 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 we, we, we got two projects, guys. Like, this is just one. We're just not ready to announce the other one yet. So don't, don't worry. We're not abandoning that yet so far because VR hasn't really taken off yet it's still very new it could it could not it's depending because there's been a lot of different uh, types of gimmicks I'm not saying VR is a gimmick but there's a lot of different types of uh, products that have come out that are supposed to make uh, gaming better and it never actually took off so we'll see if this actually does because it always happens sometimes it just happens all right for Dark Souls 3 it's getting a dedicated PvP arena and uh, you know new maps as well so if you're looking to you just you know not get killed by the computer really quickly you can get killed by other players <laughs> yay I mean, that, that's fun right uh, so yes you will be able to do that there will be uh, 1v1 and 3v3 duels so at least you'll have a team and at least if you suck if you all die you'll be like we suck together because we're that good, yay! Um, but yes, uh, that's what it's all going to be about. It should be interesting to see how that's going to work and if it's actually going to be popular. Um, traditionally, Dark Souls, as well as Demon Souls, who is the same developer, has only really done the multiplayer, has been kind of the, hey, watch out for this, and then if you click the wrong one, someone's invaded your game, and then you have to send them off. And it's just no fun to do that. But they're going to add this, so it's going to be a little bit more traditional in the way of multiplayer. So it's coming out October 25th, so very soon. So be on the lookout for that. Do you have an NVIDIA card like I do? Well, you may be able to get uh, Shadow Warrior 2 codes because NVIDIA is giving it away. If you are using 3.0 uh, NVIDIA GeoForce Experience, now you have to update the 3.0 to actually get this. If not, um, you won't actually get that. 
But yes, they're randomly giving it away so you can get a new game if you just upgrade to 3.0. Because I want everybody to upgrade to 3.0 because I want everybody to use that, not the old one. Because it's better. It's alright. It's not bad. I just didn't like that to sign in for everything. Bruh. Anyways, moving on. Tyranny, yes. The uh, top-down isometric RPG of Yorn. Uh, or what they used to be, like Baldur's Gate and all that stuff. Very good games, by the way, uh, Icewind Dale. Uh, is coming out in November. Uh, November, November 10th, to be exact. Uh, so this one will be about uh, the bad guys winning, and you are part of the bad guys. So it's not like the traditional RPGs where the bad guys have not won yet, and you are there to save the day. This one is, they, they've won. You were terrible. Good job, good guys. You didn't do anything. Um, but yes, it's going to be set in that world, and you are going around um, being malevolent or benevolent, uh, depending on what you choose. But it looks interesting. Uh, the same developer that did Pillars of Eternity, and that was, that was a great uh, game as well. Um, so there are three different tiers. It, one is the starter one, or the commander one is $40, and the non-so-commander one is $80. So... Depending on what you want, be on the lookout for that as well. As always, the more expensive one, you get extra stuff, like a digital map, short story collection, signed wallpapers, the soundtrack, and more avatars. What? Um, but that's Overlord Edition, and that's not cheap, and I don't think that's worth the money, but that's me, and I don't really buy those extra things because I just want to play the game. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Valve is actually adding... Full support of DualShock 4 configurability on Steam. That's right. Uh, the PS4 controller is actually pretty good. Uh, I I have the Xbox One controller, but because it's Microsoft and you know kind of works with PC. But uh, Steam or Valve has said, "Hey, we like this. It's actually pretty good." So what? So what you can do is get a PS4 controller, and then through the Steam API, uh, basically be compatible with Steam, and you can actually use that in conjunction with it. A nice thing is it's it's kind of similar to the Steam controller, but if you already have the Steam controller, I would not recommend actually doing this because you, you don't need it. It's not, it's not needed. You, you don't need it, everybody. You you got you got you got what you need. But yes, if you're looking for something like that, I would actually look into that. This is also great because the PS4 hasn't really been that supported for PC, and so this actually gives uh, wider functionality to it, especially since the PS4 has a touchpad and a, a gyro. On it, so it kind of it mimics uh, the Steam controller quite well. Yes, very well, very well. Moving on, the MMO Dual Universe, which kind of wants to be an ambitious spacing game slash Minecraft game at the same time, has been successfully kickstarted. That's right, they've reached their um, five hundred thousand dollar euro. Actually, I think it's euro five hundred thousand dollar euro. Um, it's coming into about 565,983 euros, so they've beat it. They didn't really quite hit all of their stretch goals, uh, but they, they did say that one of them, Construct vs. Construct, will be out and the studio will make it. It's just they will make it down the road when it's already released, but they will be making it as they have stated. So at least you're going to get that. So that's a good thing. It's a really good thing. I think it's a good thing. I don't know if you do, but I actually certainly do. All right. Hitman. 
Yes, the episodic game that well usually wasn't always episodic, but they decided to change it, and it's been it's been all right. It hasn't been bad. Um, they are making uh, for episode six, which will be rounding off or ending uh, season one of Hitman, uh, and it will be going to Japan on Halloween because it's being released October thirty first. And so um, the location, will basically, what it says from their web official site is. I'm probably going to butcher this, so I completely apologize. Uh, the Hokido location is set within the grounds of the hyper-exclusive Gamma Private Hospital and Resort. The secluded facility is a fusion of Japanese beauty and cutting-edge technology, featuring its own Zen Gardens, organic sushi, restaurant, and traditional Japanese hot spring. Uh, in Episode 6, uh, the, fe- the mission features are called... Um, it's called Sitas in Inveris and is the culmination of everything players will have learned in terms of both gameplay and story. As the players come to expect, the location was also reused for es- escalation, uh, escalation contracts, exclusive contracts, and community-created featured contracts. Plus, we will have the usual array of weapons, gears, and locks that can be used across all previous locations. So just get ready for it. It's, it's supposed to be coming out October 31st, and so be be scared, but um, not because of the low-res graphics that sometimes go through when they release these games. Because I've seen that in the Hitman previous episodes and been like, eh, that's not, that's not detailed. It's low polygon. Why is it low polygon? I have it on the highest thing. Why, why? This looks terrible. And they eventually fix it. But still, I noticed it. Anyways, moving on. Uh, so, a developer has decided to remaster the Turok series, and so they already did the first one, and they're, they were working on, or supposedly working on, the second one. Well, Night Dive Studios has said, yes, we're still working on it, it's just with these contractual uh, rights or, or contracts that we have with this, sometimes we can't be as transparent as we want to be, but we are working on this, so don't worry. But the sequel is a much bigger. There's a much, oh, there's a lot more things in the first one, so it's going to take a little bit longer. And they've said that they've decided to do uh, when it's ready is going to be the release date. So when it's ready, folks. So mark calendars for when it's ready. I have mine ready, and I don't see it. So if you could tell me which one it is when it's done or when it's ready, let me know. But I, I, I don't know what that means. Beyond, it's going to take a while. Anyways, moving on, Western Digital has re-entered the SSD scene. Yes, Western Digital did buy uh, SanDisk for lots of billions of dollars, quite a bit. Um, They have tried to get into the SSD market before and haven't really done much with it, and so they're going back into it again uh, with a branding of blue and green. Now, green is more of the um, eco-friendly, and blue, well, it's not really. It's supposed to be more budget focus but it's 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 relatively cheap uh for ssds mind you so for the blue series you're going to have capabilities of 200 uh, 250 gigs 500 gigs and one terabyte um the 250 gig uh, read and write times are 540 megabytes per second and 500 megabytes per second uh, retroactively and um the input output uh device or the way it's actually going to do all the input output uh, device as well, or sensors, or how it's going to look for 4K is 97,000, and the IOPS is 70. 
79,000. Now the 500 gig and one terabyte is a lot faster. It's 540 uh, megabytes per second, 525 megabytes per second, sequential read and write performance, and 100,000 slash 80,000 random read write IOPS or input output uh, sensor device or for the eyes or what it can actually do. Uh, for the green, it's going to be 120 gigs and 240 gigs. Um, but those those aren't actually quite out yet, but they are, they are slower than the blue line. So if you're looking for speed, this one's not for it at all. Now for the price for the blue line, because the green line is, is not out quite yet, so there's no prices. But for the blue line, um, for the 256, 250 gig, excuse me, 250 gig is $80, 500 is 140 and the one terabyte is $300. Now I do have it in the SATA uh, SSDs and the uh, PCI slot versions as well. Now, for the PCI versions, please check your motherboard to see it if it's 3.0 compatible. And that means if it's quite new. If it's not quite new, I would say if it's a year or or older, do not get that one. Get the SATA one instead. But if it is quite new, I would get the PC, uh, PCIe because it's going to be faster with the read-write because it's been known that those are quite fast uh, than the SATA ones. SATA ones are fast, but the PCIe slot ones are quite a bit faster. Um, so just check it. Just check that. Just check it. If you don't know how old your motherboard is, I'm going to say no, don't do it because you're going to be upset when it doesn't work. All right, moving on to Gears of War 4. Yes, uh, for the multiplayer versions, they have said that, you know what? The match bonuses are too low. People, it, it needs to be higher. So they've decided that, well, they're going to be lowering it and making sure that people are actually going to buy it more, which I think is a good thing. So Elite Packs are now 3,500 creds instead of 4,000. While end-of-game bonuses, which are awarded whether you win or lose, um, have gone to an unspecified amount. Um, this should be higher, more consistent. Credit earns at a rate on our modes with leveling milestones dropped of 500 credits and credit bounties are helping you and your, you, you know, get the road, get the road to your next pack as well. So it's a good thing that they have actually listened and said, you know what, this is a little bit harder. We kind of want people to, you know, actually play this and actually, you know, get rewarded because the more they get rewarded, the more they'll play it more. So it's kind of a positive reinforcement right there. But yes, they have listened. Um, there is, now there is a bug. Um, apparently post-match credit shows zero um, but the, the creds will be properly awarded, uh, however, they'll be properly reflected in your credit count. The bug will be fixed on the next future update, so you're just going to have to wait a while if you have, the, if you have that bug and be annoyed. <laughs> Why is it zero? Oh. Right, Overwatch news. So a streamer played Winston with uh, bananas. What he did was he basically got bored and, you know, hooked up bananas and it did specific different actions for it. And it actually looked kind of fun, interesting, and a little hard. He didn't really do... He did well at some points. He didn't do so well at other points. It was kind of funny, um, kind of interesting at the same time. There's been other ones that people have done it with uh, your voice. So voice activated different commands for that as well. Um, it didn't really help them at all. But it's a little interesting to see what people do. Now he did try to use uh, peanut butter jars because Winston loves peanut butter, but they didn't they didn't actually conduct any electricity, so it didn't actually work because uh, they need to conduct electricity to do the input into the computer so the computer knows what it's doing. 
and they didn't, so he used bananas instead. Uh, like I said, he actually did good on some on some uh, parts of it with some uh, kill streaks, and then some other times not so much. So he didn't do so bad. He did decently for Winston. So kudos to him and trying something new. All right, for World of Warcraft, the game director is moving on to another Blizzard project. That's right, Tom Ch Chilton uh, is saying goodbye and moving on to it. He didn't really specify which Blizzard project. It could be Overwatch, it could be something new, it could be Hearthstone, whatever. Um, because Blizzard is a very big gaming company now and it's a very well-respected game company. Um, it looks like it's World of Warcraft is going to be in good hands. looks like Legions uh, came out with um, critical praise for it as well. So we have that. It should be interesting to see what the team is going helmed by somebody new is going to do, but he's been around for a while I wrote a uh, uh, well, so it's not, it's, not, it's still going to be good. This to be honest, it's going to be good. Blizzard knows what it's doing. It's just best of luck to whatever project he's going to be doing for Blizzard, but he has not left. He's still there. He's just not working on that. Alright, Overwatch, there's been leaks about the Halloween terror and loot drops, and it's finally been released, and yes, there are some um, different terror loot events. So yes, there'll be terror loot events, which uh, has different types of loot drops uh, for different types of characters. One is for Reaper, and it's basically Jack O'Lantern with the headless, the headless horseman, just with the Jack O'Lantern instead. Uh, so they look very interesting uh, for the legendary ones. Uh, also, there's a PVE mode called Brawl, where you do different types of characters about specific ones. Uh, Soldier seventy six, the Gunslinger McCree. Archer Hanzo and Alchemist uh, Anna uh, have to defend against Alburn's castle against enemies, including the Doctor himself, Junkstein's monsters, the Reaper, a witch, and a host of shambling zombies. So it should be interesting to see how well that does, but people are going to play it because they have said that they've reached about 20 million players, and that hasn't to do with Halloween whatsoever. So... Kudos to them for Overwatch, because Overwatch is a fun game. I don't play it as often because there's other games, and yeah, I don't like to play games all the time. I mean, they're great, but I like to, you know, do other things. It's just what I do. Anyways, Overwatch has had a leak, and the long-rumored hero that could be a Sombra looks like that's part of the leak. And Sombra looks like, well, is a woman, and looks like she's going to be... Uh, having a SMG as a weapon as well. Um, so it should be interesting to see what Blizzard will actually officially announce, but this is the leak of it. She does look interesting. Um, it'll be interesting to see what types of abilities she has and how is she going... Is she going to be a Sol? Is she going to be more support? It'll be interesting to see what she's actually going to be um, and what she's going to be doing. Um, if she, she is a hacker, apparently, so that is also going to be interesting uh, what her abilities are going to do and how they're going to work so far. But, like I said, it should be interesting to see what happens. But yes, Sombra has been leaked. This is supposedly a pretty credible leak, but we'll know later on when Blizzard actually announces it. Alright, Duke Nukem 3D 20th Anniversary Edition is now finally out, and so you can finally play it. Woo! Alright, if you enjoy... Old school Duke Nukem because that's actually way better than Duke Nukem Forever. Unfortunately, I did look kind of at the reviews. They haven't been so kind to it, so it seems like there's some problems with it. But if you are looking for nostalgia, 
this is where you need to find it. I highly recommend just Duke Nukem 3D because it's actually a really good game. It's now the graphics haven't hold up too well, but it's actually it's a pretty fun game. Not gonna lie. I do enjoy it every once in a while. Alright, Skyrim Special Edition. System requirements are now out, and well, no surprise, it's gonna be a lot more than when it came out five years ago, because, well, why not? Um, because seriously, it's going to be. It's five years is not a significant amount of time, but in tech years, that is quite a bit of time. So, here are the minimum system requirements. It is Windows 7, 8.1, or 10, 64-bit version, but most people do that anyways, or have that anyways. Intel i5-750 or AMD Phenom 2 X4945, 8 gigs of RAM, 12 gigs of free hard drive space, and NVIDIA GTX 471 gig or AMD 7872 gig. Now for the uh, for the recommended, it is Windows 7, 8, 8.1, 10, same as that. Uh, Intel i5-2400, AMD FX8320, uh, 8 gigs of RAM, 12 gigs of hard drive space, and the NVIDIA GTX 783 gigs or the AMD R9 294 gigs. Uh, so if you are on the recommended, which I'm pretty much fine with, uh, kudos to you and you can play it without, well, well, too much of a big deal. Plus you can see which mods you need and which ones you don't need because it could be interesting to see how well they've upgraded the graphics and if you actually need some of the other ones. Plus it will be interesting to see what mods will come up with once this comes out. Now, if you already own Skyrim, just so you know, you have to have Skyrim, Dawnguard, Hearthfire, and Dragonborn DLCs as well to actually get this for free. If you don't, we'll just pick up the DLCs and then you can get it for free. I mean, they're probably relatively cheap. Uh, but yes, if not, if you don't have any of it, then get the Skyrim Legendary Edition and then you can get uh, and you get it for free because I recommend it. It's actually a really good game. Uh, I've enjoyed it. It's a fun sandbox um, RPG of dragon shouts. Yes, you get to shout, and it's okay because you're the hero. Anyways, moving on to Origin Access. Now, Mirror Edge Catalyst and Battlefront, or Star Wars Battlefront, I should say, is heading to Origin Access. Now, if you're wondering what Origin Access is, just think of it as the Netflix for, well, EA games. Uh, because it's usually what it is. Um, so that one's heading to it. Also, EA Sports UFC 2 uh, is also heading there as well. You also have Dragon Age as well. And you can also um, do Battlefield 1 if you actually want to as well. Um, now, this is a subscription-based uh, version of it. And so you can do that or you don't. It's it's completely optional for you. You don't have to do it. I don't do it because I don't, I don't really see a point to it. But you can if, if you want to. There's no pressure whatsoever. I'm always on the... Eh, I don't like Origin that much, to be honest with you, but I'm with a lot of PC gamers where I was just like... When they announced it, I was like, why another one? It's like you play and that, and Origins, and then Steam's fine because it has it. I actually like GOG Galaxy because it's still DRM-free, and you can use it if you don't want to or not, so it's not... You don't have to use it. So I like that option because it gives me an option of using it or not. With EA, when they announced it, they were like, oh, you have to use it to play all our games. I'm like, really? Come on. Like, I, don't force me to use something because I have to play your games. Same, same thing with Uplay. If I get any Ubisoft game, I have to use it. It has to be on. Even if I buy a game through Steam, I have to have it open to actually play it through that. So let's go through Steam through Uplay to actually play the game. <sighs> 
I just wish it was just all simple. It's not simple anymore. It's kind of just a very complicated mess, and it's just annoying. And I get why they're doing it, because it's going to help generate revenue, and it's kind of giving perks to people, but you know what, to be honest with you, I don't like that I, that people are playing Battlefield 1 because they bought this, and I have to wait a week, but they can play because they did this. I was just like, fine, incentives, yay, you're EA, you're used to doing this with your premium passes. Those were stupid, too. That's right. I just said it. I said it was stupid because it was. What? Uh, anyways, moving on. Mafia 3 has finally released the patch. Uh, if you, what was it? The beginning of this week, they finally released it. Now, the controversy was when it first came out, it was the PC version was locked at 30 frames per second. And, well, as PC gamers are, we're like, what? Why? Why is this locked at that? It shouldn't be locked like that. What are you doing to us? Why are you doing this to us? We want we want more frames per second. What? Um, it's always better to have more frames than less because you usually want to hit that 60 frame per second because it's nice, buttery, smooth. With 30 frames, it's fine if it's a consistent 30 frames, but, I mean, that's not always the case. And sometimes when it does drop, you get the, uh, uh, the kind of the, just the stop, stutter, of it and it gets annoying and it's not very enjoyable gaming. So they finally fix it and they finally give them the unlimited or uh, unlimited FPS means they can go up to 120 or whatever, which is fine. I don't mind if it's more if it's way over 60 because that means it's just going to run really smoothly. Um, people can be like, well, you don't need that much. You, you don't need that much, but it's better to have more than 60 than less of it. Now, ideally, you usually want to do 60, but around the high 40s to 50s is pretty good as well. You just don't want to drop below 30 because it, it, it gets a jumbled mess. That's why we are always upset about this because we don't like a lock 30 frames per second because sometimes it doesn't always be 30 frames per second. It's just going to be annoying. Also, I have to say, but Battlefield 1 does have... Hackers, yes. Already it's happened. No, it did happen in the open beta. I actually never ran into one. Thank God, because they suck. But it does happen. Unfortunately, with the gaming industry, they really just have not clamped down on this very well. The other thing is the internet is kind of a, you know, the Wild West where you can't really clamp down on all this. However, with dedicated admins, it does help with that if you're playing online as well. But this is not the first time this has happened. It's, there's been problems with Overwatch, but over but Blizzard has been pretty harsh on them. Uh, Division wasn't harsh on them, and it kind of let them do whatever they want, which kind of made Division not as good game as it used to be. Now, I'm f I understand that you want to get as many players as you can, but with just being very lax on hackers, it kind of has a negative effect on the games because gamers are like, I'm sick and tired of dealing with all these hackers. Now. To also note on that, because gamers do are quick when someone's actually just better than them to just throw out the hacker accusation without really any evidence. I've had that happen one time way long ago in Battle uh, Bad Company 2 where someone was like, I have an EA um, program and it says you're hacking. I'm like, dude, I'm not hacking. You're just terrible. Um, so I've had that, had that happen before. I do my best not to say that until I really know, and that usually means if I spawn and then I all of a sudden die, and it's like there's no way you could have killed me when I just spawned, then I might actually be suspicious of it. But it can be hard to figure out because sometimes they, players can just be really good, and it's, it's unfortunate that they're that good because they're making a fool out of you, but 
that does happen as well. But I do think publishers need to just do what Blizzard has done. If you hack, you're done. We are taking you off. You will not, not pass code to not collect $200. I would even I'd try to IP lock them as well if that happens because it, it, it does become blatant and they just buy a new account and they just buy a new game because they don't care. So I would try to find a way of just deterring that and just taking their IP addresses or something like that to deter that and just locking them out in general. So it's like, you do this, you don't get to use our system. Sorry. We want to keep the environment open and cheat-free. And if you think you need cheat, well, go play somewhere else where that's allowed. We don't like it. We don't like it at all. It's awful. It's terrible. Ah. All right. New Egg is in the news because it looks like, well, a Chinese subsidiary might actually buy it, so it might actually become a Chinese company because the California-based company, which is based in California, obviously, has had substantial backing from a Chinese-based company, uh, so New Egg could become Chinese. Yay! Uh, it's one of the sites that I actually look in through to see any good uh, deals on tech um, as well. Sometimes I don't want to see it. Microcenter is also a good one if you don't really like that. Um, fries, if you can just, well, deal with fries. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's fries. They're kind of a little nefarious and kind of a little shady about their stuff sometimes. Just gonna, just gonna say that. Um, but, yeah, New Eggs, New Eggs not bad. It's just, eh. Chinese company people have the perceptions that it's just going to be cheap stuff and it's not like it's not unfounded perceptions about that but I do hope that they will keep the standards that they've always had if this actually happens now this is not this hasn't been confirmed so don't go oh look I, re I heard this somewhere and now it's this and it's not really uh, but it looks like it's that way that they're buying a significant portion of the stocks and it will become a Chinese subsidiary. I hope not, but if it does, eh, whatever. I'll still shop there. Why not? Why not? Do what I want. All right, Asus is coming out with, well, a new monitor, the ROG Swift PG258Q monitor with, with a pretty fast refresh rate, 240. Now, I just got my AOC and it has 144, so it's even more. So that's a pretty fast refresh rate. So this is all for uh, eGame e-gaming and well the twitch gamers as well uh with that huge refresh rate now it's not gonna have the best like it's gonna have, it's gonna be really fast it's gonna be it's gonna have the nvidia uh g-sync technology which is gonna make it more expensive but it, it eliminates the lag and the frame rate stutters and the screen tearing that you might find because with sync uh in gaming's what that did was that helped with screen tears and you're you're wondering well, what are those when you're playing a game, it kind of looks like there's like these jagged lines or tears, as they call it, like tearing um, on the screen. So what Sync did was it basically eliminated that. However, it did take uh, performance away from your graphics card. Now, with new technology with uh, FreeSync with AMD and G-Sync technology, that is there to eliminate it. Now, the reason why the AMD version is a lot cheaper than the NVIDIA version is because the NVIDIA version is actually hardware built that is uh, put into the monitor and AMD's is just program program into the monitor so there's a difference so that's why one is cheaper than the other uh, and that's and I was saying well, if one is better than the other well I haven't really tested out the FreeSync but I do have a G-Sync because I do have a, a video graphics card so it, it does work really well I will admit that 
Um, so if you're looking for a really high refresh rate that's not overclocking, 240 hertz, because you are an aspiring esports gamer or an esports gamer, or love the Twitch on, love to stream on Twitch, or YouTube gaming, or Hitbox, or Beam, or Facebook, or Periscope, because they just announced their new producers. This is for you. And last, uh, because it was kind of announced that it got an update yesterday, uh, Battleborn has released with um, kind of a new story mode in a PvP or PvE, uh, PvP mode. Um, so it should be interesting to see what actually happens and if that actually does lift up the player base a little bit more because unfortunately, and it's kind of sad to say this, uh, Overwatch basically trampled it. And it it completely lost its player base. I haven't really played in a while, to be honest with you. Um, but that's how it is. Now on to gaming deals because that you guys want to know about that too. Well, uh, Steam's got some good ones. Um, there is Rod Data, which is a VR game, which is twenty five percent off. So if you don't have a VR game, don't get it because you're not going to be able to play it. Uh, Deep Silver Publisher Weekend, which is pretty good. You've got uh, Saints Row series. You've got Metro. Which is a good one. Um, Homefront Revolution, which I don't really recommend that much. It, was, it really wasn't that good. I played the free weekend of it and I was like, <laughs> I ran into some bugs and it's not a new game. And I was just like, yeah, I wonder, yeah, this is why no one's playing this game. No one's playing it whatsoever. Um, also, Plague Inc. Involved is 50% off at $7.49. And Offworld Trading Company, which I highly recommend, is 66% off at $13.59. What? You also have some great deals for Green Man Gaming. Now, I highly recommend that you actually register account for Green Man Gaming so they have a VIP section that, um, well, that allows you to get better deals on it. Um, I'm on it, so that's why I would say this. So you got some pretty good deals on games that are new and coming out. You also have a, good, a deal on Overwatch, which is $45.99, 23% off. But you also have a very interesting uh, deal for it as well. But also, Rocket League is on sale at Green Man for $14.59, which is pretty good. Uh, you also have a Civilization Six deal. Now, if you buy Civilization Six, you get, well, you get 20% off uh, exclusive code. Also, you can add that with an extra 20% off on VIP prices. So, uh, Battlefield 1 will become $37.43. Uh, Dishonored 2 will become $37.43 as well. And so on and so forth. So, it's it's a pretty good deal. I mean, let's get some of it. Now, you're going to have to pay full price for Civilization 6. So, remember that. It's going to be the traditional $60 or $79.99 for the Deluxe Edition. You also have GOG has Masters of Orion Falcon Collection and Total Annihilation for up to 90% off. And I highly recommend Total Annihilation because it's just a really good game. It's the buck fifty. You have nothing to lose. Also, Sheltered is half off at $7.49 as well. And alright guys, that is the end of Gamers Cafe, so I'm closing up shop. I'm sorry guys, I have to I have to just say you gotta go because you can't stay. Well you could, you could listen to the other episodes actually. But yes, join me on the on this weekend while I uh, actually I'm gonna be streaming uh, Alien Isolation. Why not? It's Halloween-ish and I love to scare myself. I really don't, but I'm just doing it for you. Um anyways, uh follow 
uh, Digital Coffee on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also follow Digital Coffee on social media at Twitter, DigitalCO77EE, Facebook, Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram, Digital Coffee Podcast, Coffee, Player.me, Digital Coffee, Anchor, Digital Coffee, YouTube, Digital Coffee Podcast, and also Instagram, Digital Coffee Podcast. If I said that before, I'll say it again. Also LinkedIn, Digital Coffee as well. And all right, if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me at Digital Coffee. And I have a new store open for buying t-shirts and coffee mugs. So check it out at digitalcoffeepodcast.myshopify.com, which I'll probably be changing once I figure out how to do subdomains, which are fun. Anyways, enjoy your weekend and happy gaming. Later, guys.